0: been a pretty long week for Apple especially and tomorrow we'll only kick up more information. It's been one week or it's been over a week since I started this podcast but we've had our first Monday to Sunday week and as it's been our first Monday to Sunday week I think it's only right that we do a weekly round of all the interesting techniques. So this down down out to world and let's get started. So, the same main topic that I can probably somehow manage to tie into basically every single other topic without, or a lot of other topics, is Apple. Apple have had a very, to be honest, not the best week, especially with DT coming out next week. They started off fairly recent, fairly quickly at the beginning with, with a, small lawsuit, a small lawsuit, and at the beginning of my the podcast, they started off with a small lawsuit. And just announcing a few extra changes to Mac Pro and also the Macbook Pro. Those look very nice and Mac Pro looks very consumer friendly. But as a lot of people who are in the development community will know, uh, there's definitely a lot of non-developer friendly stuff going on in Apple's App Store and in their their ecosystem. So we started, I think it was on Monday, when the Hey Email app which created by the people who, who are behind Basecamp, was initially actually accepted into the App Store. And this is where the confusion lies. Now, it was originally accepted, but then they went to submit a bug fix, and it was then denied. They went to appeal this decision, and the letter they got back was that their app was actually originally approved in error, and that their and that they should never have been approved in the first place and if they wanted to continue submitting bug fixes then they would have to provide with a way to subscribe to their Hey! email service in the iOS app. Not only giving Apple 30% of their revenue but also giving, but also possibly shortening the amount of features that people can have They provide multiple discount services for different types of people, they provide multiple services and that's all handled through their payments processing. If you handle this through Apple you have to do one price for everybody, there is no skirting around it. So that's kind of started off, that started off the main part of the bad PR. And now we're a week later, almost a week later when Apple will be doing their WWDC conference let's go through the main events so as I just said the first one was pay and for 30% premium now this story does go back to last year with Spotify launching anti-competitive complaints against Apple for their App Store as they as a due to the 30% premium B developers are not allowed to link to another way to pay outside of the App Store And see they were, at that time, unable to get Siri integration Now, I do think I actually remember hearing Siri integration has since been added and remedied, which is very nice to hear. However, it's still not, I don't believe it's still the default. And this is all kind of where this sort of thing stems from. Apple has a very, a very big part of it where they just kind of simplify it in the use of making it quick for the consumer i personally don't have a problem with this it's very good for the consumer as we do say having it simplified makes it really easy for a the customer they have one app screen that they can search to swipe through you can get that on samsung or on any android device that you want or you have to just swipe Is create a swipeable list of apps and if you really want it on anything else and you can do it on any apps any app thing it's not like it's an apple ios only thing feature it's just that you have to customize a little bit to get it but the way that Apple's locked everything down you can't set default apps you can't you know you can't install apps from outside of the app store without doing a lot of back without doing a massive back route it's very I, I, I'm i still gonna say this word it's definitely very anti-competitive from from my eyes uh they don't their Apple Music they obviously get all the profits from that but for Spotify they are either, they are on two decisions. They can either offer premium through the app store and that and there they get two separate decisions. Either lose 30% of their revenue or increase their revenue so at the 30% just brings it down to their standard rate, but also increasing rates for any iOS users or just don't have a way to do app. To get a subscription easily on an iOS device for Spotify, if you want to subscribe in the only device you have on iOS, you, they can't even link or say go to the Spotify website. They can't do that. And today I was on Now TV's app actually, and I'm gonna sign out again to double check this. But last I checked, it said you need you need a uh, you need an account, and yeah, there was no account. Yeah, so I'm on the Now TV app, and I just signed out. It says in order to use the Now TV app, you need a Now TV account. There's no link to it. The only links on it are forgotten your password, which is a small way for them to allow that to get around it, and also the Now TV app. Now, in also, and you can't sign up for a Now TV app though inside of the app. Now, with Spotify, it's not quite as bad. You can sign up for the account within the app. But again, it doesn't actually allow the in-out purchases. And yes, you should you could say once well, Spotify just to eat 30% of their revenue. That that revenue has a lot of that revenue has to go to artists so that they can keep their platform up. They don't exactly run fr- it's not free for them to get this sort of thing. They have to pay money back to especially the bigger artists. So when they're chart and they can only get that through two ways, people listening to ads or people paying the premium. So it's very kind of unlu- Meanwhile, Apple obviously don't have that problem because it's built in. So they don't have any first premium on their revenue. And they don't have anything. And that's where this came from last year. This week we've had multiple complaints from multiple companies that include Epic and Rakuten, Epic Games CEO uh, Tim Sweeney and Rakuten, an eBooks supplier. Even Microsoft have complained about this, and they show off at Apple events to show off things that they're able to do. So, you know, they've got a small partnership going with Apple in terms of Microsoft Office apps, and they earn a lot of money from it. Now, another thing about Apple, which I don't think is bad, but would be a nice option is the ability to customize your launcher. Most iOS users might not like this. In fact, they might just straight up not even notice it when it does come out. But it would still be nice to see that, because... If I could make my iOS device function a little bit more like my Android device, or at least have a very similar user interface to it, that would be quite nice for my coherency. I'd be able to have a nice coherent experience on all of my devices. Also, linking to computers on Android, I've got my computer is set up so it can connect to my Windows computer, which I believe. No, so I'm currently on Linux actually, so that's a bit of an inaccuracy. But it's set up to connect to my Windows computer every time I I swap over to Windows. And it's also set up to swap over to Linux. Guess what? Every time I swap over to Linux. I don't have to do any extra stuff. Once I set it up the first time, it's been fully set up ever since. And that is something I would like to see Apple do, not just for Mac, because obviously with Mac it's very nice, very easy. I'd like to see them open up, say, notification permissions, at least. If they could just open up notification permissions, so another app can access your notifications and send it over to your PC. Literally, all I need, all I need, file sharing, added bonus. The fact is, Apple's permission structure is really locked down. So again, if you've got an iOS device, you can't even, like, transfer files to your computer just by plugging it in you and like i tried to find ways as far as i'm aware there's like, no way to access the files for um for the i for the photos you have to back them up to either icloud or a third party storage drive i use google photos because i get free unlimited storage and hope and just hope that all of them get uploaded kind of like it's very reliable obviously but you know it's kind of a bit of a back route again And even then, obviously, it's not perfect because I can't sync all of my stuff directly to every single device, just relying on that. Again, it's not perfect. Now, don't get me wrong, they have made strides. (coughs) Uh, These companies are making strides to try and do whatever they can to help, and I definitely appreciate that. But again, it's another showing of just how these things function. You can't sign up for Netflix without going the uh, without going without having to try to figure it out for yourself. You no know, it really is degrading the user experience, and they say it's all in an effort to simplify it. But the fact is, they either have to make the customers, if they sign up through the App Store, as well, they have no way to change the way that their account is paid for. So, you start the payment process through the App Store. There is no way to change that. You are then locked in to having an iOS device for the rest of your life because you need the iOS device to cancel your subscription. I think. Yeah. You either need the iOS device to cancel your subscription or you might be able to cancel it online. But again, the fact is, that shouldn't even be something that you have to worry about. You should just be able to go online and say, actually, I don't want this anymore, I'm going to cancel it. If I got a Google subscription, I can cancel If I got a subscription, and yeah, I've chosen to do it through Google because it's easier. I will admit I'm not arguing against in-app purchases; they are so much more convenient. I just think about the fifty tar- percent, the thirty percent tariff is too high, and I know a lot of developers, especially indie developers, definitely agree. Now, you know that's today. That's kind of the main story, though. Uh, the EU have opened two investigations into Apple's practices. So personally, I'm hoping it doesn't come down too badly for them, just because I don't want to see them. In too much trouble that could be devastating as well especially for all of us but i also don't really want to see them just kind of skirt over it and get away with it so i'm hoping that it doesn't end up but it's kind of a middle ground now apart from the apple stuff there's actually been a few interesting things this week and i'm going to have to wrap my brain over it so The PS5 reveal was technically last week, but I'm going to cover it in this week's Weekly Roundup, as I'm technically doing from the start to now. So, PS5 has been revealed. What a reveal it was. It was amazing. They have so many games. Microsoft did definitely under pressure for July's event. Hopefully, they can pull something out of the bag, but if it doesn't even... I don't think they could beat Sony with their reveal. Just because Sony revealed everything in one massive announcement, more like a traditional E3 year. Meanwhile, Microsoft have revealed a lot already, so they don't have as much to reveal. Unless they have, obviously, the lower-priced Xbox, Xbox Series S console. They have so many consoles with like different names now. It's ridiculous. PS5, easy. Xbox One S, Xbox Series S. It's just a bit of a nightmare, not going to lie. Like, they could, obviously, have some major announcements. I'm really hoping for amazing new IP. They've got so many store so many studios now if they can't somehow make some of the best IP we've seen, I will possibly be a bit, you know, I won't be too happy about it because I just I just think that Microsoft with all of their money usually have a resource to spend on talent. So you know they're not short for money to spend on their talent. And from what Phil Spencer has said has said as well is that they have is basically this is a bit paraphrasing here, that... Microsoft have kind of given them free will over the price. They're willing to eat a loss, even if only temporarily, to get Xbox to be the dominant platform again. That was what Phil Spencer said. They got uh, permission from Phil Spencer to go very competitive with their pricing. So all of these people saying that the Series X will be more expensive than the PS5. You have to remember that we're currently looking for PS5 from 400 to even 700 US dollars. That's the price ranges I think we got here. I think it might have to be 500 to 700 US dollars. That's the price range. As for the Xbox, we just know it will be competitive. It will be decently priced. That might mean it's only 500. That might even mean it's 400. Or it could mean if Sony goes 700, we see Microsoft go 650. Who knows where they're going to go with this? This generates going to be expensive. I think, though. Um, a good reason I definitely understand it however I just think that in terms of this event now coming up in July it's definitely a very high-pressure event their last big E3 reveal that was for a whole new generation was in 2013 they completely messed it up Phil Spencer does definitely seem to be going in a much better direction but I really want to see that commitment from him as the new generation goes in with their main reveal for the games. Now, another fairly big story was EA Play. It was last week. Yesterday, I think it was either yesterday or Friday. Again, I really can't remember the days I do so many of these. No, Friday, I did my EA Play kind of cover-up covering. And, okay, I'll be the first to admit, it was not the most exciting EA Play, but there is Star Wars Quadrons which I am definitely looking forward to. I think, yeah, it's just going to be amazing. Star Wars Squadrons, I'm looking forward to it. Also, the fact that you can do the entire thing in VR. PlayStation fans, you should be really happy about that if you've got PSVR, especially on PS4, because we know it's supported. And obviously, if you've already got a PC headset, then and you're going to be buying this on PC, which I imagine you would be if you've got enough power for a gaming headset, you're going to have a nice time. I'm definitely jealous of whether he would be our headsets right now. I don't know anything about Oculus quest, but as far as I'm aware, that's not gonna happen. EA uh EA also announced Skate 4. That is something I was not expecting. Skate 3 was the last game in that franchise. That was an Xbox 360 game. To now see uh Skate 4 being announced, however many years later that is, absolutely mind-blowing. I'm definitely gonna see. EA Sports, on the the other hand, have announced some updates. A career mode bonus perk for FIFA 21 Ultimate Edition. And anyone who purchases the edition of FIFA FIFA 21 will also be guessing, hang on, homegrown talent, a local youth prospect with world-class potential as a bonus in there. So it's a small bonus that's in there in the, is that Champions Edition, so you can scout a future star, is what we're thinking. Very, I believe that is as far as I can tell. Probably from Champions Edition and upwards. I'm gonna check, loading on Twitter. But as far as I'm aware, that Champions Edition is upwards. So that's gonna be good. It gives you the opportunity to scout a future star, which is very nice. So again, I know who's looking forward to this. And if it's reveal is even half of what and if he's gonna go be half of what they're hyped up to be, especially the graphics, now that consoles are caught up with PC, possibly surpassing a good few of them. We're in for a treat with graphics. So I'm definitely looking forward to the next generation. I hope all of you are as well. That's gonna be exciting. And finally there's my stadia experience. Uh so as I said yesterday. I've currently been experiencing it as fairly unusable. xCloud is along the same lines. I gave it another tr- I gave xCloud another try today before I gave Stadia another try. xCloud is definitely usable, however, I, and I am going to do a review after a month. However, I'll also do a review later this year as it's been out for longer. If I can still access Destiny 2 on Stadia, I probably won't be able to. But if I still have a way to access Destiny 2 on Stadia, I might just have to use a new account then i will do a trial and then i will do a secondary review of how i think my, i think it is and that is only because my phone's bluetooth connectivity problems are there a little bit so i think as when i get a new phone it'll be a good chance for me to kind of do a new review it's with brand new bluetooth capabilities so that will come in i will have a new phone in roughly three months if you want to see me do an unboxing actually I could start off a YouTube channel and do an unboxing on there, do a few unboxings. and maybe even have a few video episodes, I don't know, some video chats and stuff with maybe YouTubers and other people in there. I don't know, I'm spouting off ideas here. Uh, this, is, this is the weekly roundup. <laughs> but it's definitely been a very interesting week, especially for Apple. I hope tomorrow kind of doesn't go too badly for them. Because, you know, no matter what, I think they should definitely be able to do it so I'm looking they should definitely be able to me remedy the of this in iOS 14 there are rumours there were definitely some rumours a while ago I think about them possibly allowing default app changing so that could be good to see and it could also end there End a few of the things going towards the anti-competitiveness let's just hope they do it but just a recap Apple's been having some serious issues over the last week uh, PlayStation's revealed the PS5, massive, and definitely put Microsoft on the backseat, on the back seat there. And if I'm right, then our third thing was EA. So, two definitely good things for a normal consumer. Also, about Star Wars Squadrons, EA has finally learned their lessons within app purchases. None on Star Wars Squadrons, even though it's an online multiplayer game. I don't know what's going to be going on with FIFA 21. I imagine there will still be some surprise mechanics on loot boxes. I don't know. But it's definitely going to be good. So, let's hope that that's going to be good. And that is kind of everything for this week. Uh, Stay tuned for later at about 8, between 8 and 10. I know it's a very long time frame. I'll have today's daily news roundup. And that's going to be amazing. So hopefully there's some amazing news. In fact, I know there's some pretty good news because I'm literally looking at some of the news that's out right now. And I can always guarantee you that there is going to be... Yeah, I. in fact, no, I am guaranteeing you right now there is going to be an Amazon story. So that has just been saved Full three of you for what's to come. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed today's this week's roundup. Next week's will be a little bit more. Uh, it'll be a little bit more fluid, so and a little bit more kind of in-depth discussion covering just over a week's worth of content. That's a bit harder to do and nailed down on specific companies that have had a lot going on. See you see you later tonight, and I hope you enjoyed this uh, this weekly roundup.